A very good day to you. I'm Howard Feldman. This is the Synthesis Podcast. Joining me today, Michael Shapiro, Managing Director of Synthesis, as well as Gidon Novik, Chairman of SA Harvest. The lack of food security is one of the most urgent crises facing the country today. Every day, 18 million South African men, women and children go to bed hungry. We live in a country that produces an abundance of fresh, nourishing food that could feed our citizens. But one of the central problems is that 10 millions of tons of food goes to waste every year. SA Harvest intends addressing all of that. Michael, good on, good day. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Howard. Great introduction. Thank Thanks, you. Howard. Great to be here with uh, Gidon and yourself. So, so let's start off with uh, let's start off with Gidon. How did you how did you get involved in in this, and what is SA Harvest? Yeah. So um, this uh, this issue of um, hungry people has always bothered me, as I'm sure it's bothered um, many other people. Uh, certainly in this country, where we have such disparity between uh, privilege and uh, and dire need. And, uh, you know, uh, also being Jewish, I love food and um, I love eating and I love the, I love the socializing around food. And, and then there's this dichotomy of so many people, you know, in our midst that, that don't have um, access to enough food and enough proper food. So, um, you know, one of the things that I was faced with on a daily basis, as many of us are faced with, is uh, people literally looking for food in our bins um, on a daily basis. And so um, what, I, I've had this, this thought in my head to do something about it for a long time. And actually before COVID um, in October, 2019, uh, took the step together with my great colleague, Alan Brody, to set up a food rescue organization in South Africa. Um, there's an organization in Australia called Oz Harvest, ironically started by a South African, that rescues food um, all around Australia and is one of the leading food rescue organizations in the world. I went to visit Ronnie in Sydney. I've got two brothers there and went to have a look at what she was doing with Oz Harvest and really got quite inspired in terms of the extent of the organization that she's built over there. Um, so the long and the short of it was that we set it up. Um, it was tiny to begin with. In fact, the first uh, initiative was to purchase a vehicle and park it outside my house in Cape Town. And uh, this little yellow vehicle went on a daily run to collect food from Vida E Cafe, which was our first partner, and dropped it off at the service dining room, which was our first beneficiary organization. Um, a soup kitchen here in Cape Town. So uh, we got it off the ground. It was a real startup. It was tiny, it was, um, but it was a start. And every day I would ask the driver who actually lives with us and say to him, his name's Dodo, Dodo, how many meals did we deliver today? And some days it was 20, some days it was 30, some days it was 40. And I was so frustrated that it was such tiny numbers. And I won't get into the whole story yet, but... Um, COVID-19 and lockdown in March 2020 basically changed everything for ESA Harvest. Mm -hmm. 
can talk about. Yeah. Well, it's actually interesting is there's that story. It's, it's a bit well used about a kid, you know, trying to save starfish on the beach and he pick there's thousands of them and he picks up one and he throws it and someone says, what are you doing? There's thousands of them here. You can't save each one. It makes no difference. And he says, well, it does to that starfish. That I th And I was thinking that when you spoke about the 20 meals, that uh, it reminded me of that. To, it it, it might have been frustrating to you, but to, for those 20 people, it made a huge difference. Uh, Michael, what has synthesis got to do with all of this? Yeah, thanks, Howard. And um, when, I, when I saw, I can't remember, it might have even been on social media or, or an article uh, with uh, Gideon's involvement in, in SA Harvest, it really resonated with me. Um, maybe sharing sort of those similar um, attributes that, that Gideon has, just, you know, understanding how almost unacceptable it is that um, there's an abundance of food and um, under the circumstances, um, it's a, just a matter of distributing the food to, to the right beneficiaries. So it really struck a chord with me personally and um, called up Gideon and said, how can we as an organization get involved? Um, obviously, we do a lot of work around our own social economic uh, development initiatives with very worthy organizations. And I said to Gideon, we would love to get involved, even if it is in a small way, um, to help with the um, system side. And over a, a period of time, we, we stayed in touch and then reconnected in, in January and from our organization's perspective and from SA Harvest's perspective, it seemed like the timing was, was right for us to become much more involved in a meaningful way. Um, so we're allocating development resource. Some of our most senior people in our digital team that have worked on internet banking applications that have worked in not only in the financial services sector, some of them have actually worked in the, the agri sector. We've got a, a very significant customer in the agri sector and they've provided digital solutions to, to those organizations. And we're applying that same thinking. We're working with a very competent team. Gedon and Alan um, have built uh, in, in a short space of time using the Oz Harvest template, uh, an incredible organization. And there's a strong team supporting them, doing internal systems development. And we're augmenting that team. Um, we're providing some of our software engineers, some of our solutionists to help solve this problem um, where food that's close to expiration or food that's prepared and um, is going to go to waste gets delivered via the, the SA Harvest um, network. So very, very worthwhile. Um, and um, as we spoke about the initiative, more and more people in our team uh, wanted to jump on board and, and wanted to assist not only in a professional capacity, but even uh, requests, uh, you know, how can we help uh, personally? So um, been been a short journey for us and so far very rewarding. And I think a uh, start of a, a significant uh, significant partnership with SA Harvest. So interesting because so often, because of the nature of charities and because of the nature of how they evolve, uh, they don't have access to um, cutting edge, bleeding edge technology and systems. Whereas here, there's this combination of, uh, of technology provider as well as, as people that understand how to, you know, what is needed in the space, which, which, which is really phenomenal. Get on if I can ask you. So, so uh, we start off with twenty meals a day. You're a little bit a bit frustrated. Where are we today, and what will success look like for you in the future? Yeah, well, COVID changed everything. I mean, it was literally that 
first day of lockdown, which, you know, had many of us in despair, including myself. Um, and then, you know, it just dawned on me that actually today was the day that we needed to dramatically upscale this organization. And it was the day that, you know, I jumped into one of our vehicles and drove around Cape Town and started picking up food from these um, central distribution centers, um, from the airport, from the airline catering companies and, and, and many other food producers, because suddenly they had all this um, excess food that they needed to get rid of. And it just dawned on me that, you know, not only was there the opportunity to scale the organization, but there was actually this dire, dire need that was fast um, evolving um, that we needed to fill. Um, and the only way we were going to do that was to scale up very, very quickly. And uh, we all know that in order to do, to, you know, to scale quickly and exponentially, uh, technology needs to play a critical role. Um, the flow of information, for example, between food providers, farmers who have all this excess food and be beneficiaries who need this food is, is critical. And we, we're that middle piece. We're that middle piece of, um, of infrastructure and the coordinator of this mass of excess food that exists in the, in the system that really would go to waste if we weren't able to intercept it. Um, and so there's this, you know, really, really um, huge job to be done to coordinate a food distribution system that gets all this excess food into the hands of people who need it. And technology is absolutely at, at the core of it. Mm. Michael, from a, from a synthesis perspective, there's no doubt that there are multiple organizations that that uh, you'd love to help. It obviously just doesn't work that way. You're running a commercial enterprise. There's factors to balance. There's uh, you know there, there's a lot of in, uh, issues and items that that one needs to look at. What made this a project that was so obvious in terms of your thinking to get involved with? Yeah, um, so, so a number of factors. Um, you know, it's never sort of a straight line. Um, you know, I'd listened to to a TED talk um, last year. Um, I think it was uh, Bjorn Lomberg, a fairly old TED talk. He he had interviewed the world's top ten economists, and he asked them what was the most worthy causes that they would um, attribute funding and effort to. And you know, it's very different. They weren't philanthropists. Um, they weren't uh, NGOs, these, these were economists. And all of them came up with a model that said, allocate money and effort to the problems where the, the least amount of effort can provide the biggest short-term impact. Which is quite an interesting way of looking at it. You know, all of mm. these causes are very worthy, um, but you know, they, they ranked the, the top 10 causes, you know, and, and towards the bottom actually was sort of climate change because it's going to require a huge amount of effort with, um, with a, um, you know, uncertain impact, um, in the, in the short term. And actually one of the top ones was hunger, was alleviating hunger. And it really resonated with me, you know, that, you know, and, and I think he, he, he made a comment that uh, Bangladeshi in 2056 will say, thank you for solving climate change for me, but why don't you feed my grandfather? You know, why, why did he starve wow. Wow. at the time? It was quite an interesting mm -hmm. way of looking at it. And I think it was around mm -hmm. about the time. And then obviously with, you know, seeing Gidon associated with the initiative, 
um, reading up about Oz Harvest and the success there, it just um, it just became it, it just became a fairly obvious one um, for us to to dive into. And um, we, you know, as as we've seen um, the the initiative grow, um, you know, it's, it's amazing. I've you know read the articles, and you know, I've, I've seen now an SA Harvest um, you know food collection point outside my kids' school. So it just is growing traction, and I think sort of more credence to to the fact that um, we're putting um, our efforts um, behind assisting this organization. What's interesting is it's exactly what you're saying is I'm starting to see on some of our neighborhood groups, SA Harvest Collection Day, you know, everybody, you know, just be aware. So it's actually become very much quite quickly part of of, uh, of our lexicon uh, almost. It's, uh, it, you know, it's got to be quite different Australia versus South Africa, I would imagine. Yeah, um, you, you would think so. They, you know, they, there's a lot of hungry people in, in Australia, as, as uh, crazy as that sounds. Um, and it's, you know, it took me a while to get my head around that. But they, yeah, because I'm thinking maybe in Australia it's about beer redistribution or something. And, you know, that wouldn't be fair, I suppose. Yeah, and, and also, you know, um, hungry is, you know, how does one define hungry? And, mm. you know, we're doing a lot of work and, it, you know, it relates to this question of getting better and better information because... You know, is a hungry person somebody that hasn't had a meal at all? And there are people that don't have access to any food, which is a, you know, which is which is a critical critical issue. But there's, you know, there's an abundance in in sort of the South African scenario, millions of people that don't have access to enough nourishing food. So we know one of the issues in South Africa is that um, we actually have um, a, a massive obesity problem. But many of the cases of obesity are people that are getting the wrong type of food and they're, they're, they're consuming carbohydrates and they're not getting nearly enough protein and fats in their diet. And they're becoming sick and are not functioning properly, are not learning properly if they're students, are not functioning properly if they're employed. Um, you know, uh, malnutrition has a massive um, uh, proven impact on violent behavior and crime. So it's just such an incredibly, as Michael says, um, you know, uh, high priority need uh, in this country and, and in many other countries around the world. So what appealed to me, what attracted to me, uh, what, 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 what I was attracted to in terms of model is that firstly, it's a very uh, easy thing to understand. Um, it's a solvable problem. You know, if I had to you know, say right now, hunger is a solvable problem in South Africa. People may think that it's a crazy statement to make, but it, it's, it's factually a solvable problem. It needs a system. It needs technology. It obviously needs massive intellectual property. And that's why, you know, we're approaching this organization differently to, I think, the way many charities are approached. And starting with the kind of people that we hire, um, you've met some of them and, and Michael's met many of them. These are top quality people that could be employed by any corporates um, in this country. And, uh, and then it's about the collaborations, you know, companies like Synthesis who put their hands up. Uh, this is a top organization that has a, you know, a huge workload and, you know, is a commercial concern. Um, and they're getting involved in the organization and they're professionalizing what we're doing on the technology side. So it's really about approaching it as an organization as a, as a business, really, that needs to uh, compete, that needs to have the best resources available. Michael, if I can just ask you, what type of work is Synthesis undertaking in this regard? 
Yeah, so um, as, as Gideon mentioned, and, and certainly I can confirm, the, the caliber of people um, that are involved with SA Harvest um, really are running a commercial organization um, focused on giving and, and focused on um, really ensuring that they get maximum output, um, you know, metrics in terms of um, feeding and, and focusing on, on the right core attributes. So, so we kicked off a process where we understood the existing landscape we understood the, the big picture vision. And I can just share a screen with you and, and I can show you what, uh, what we've got involved in. Mm -hmm. So what I've got here is a, is a flow. We were involved with the, the SA Harvest team to understand the, uh, the flow of, of food to the beneficiary. You've got the retailers or you've got the, the farmers on the left-hand side distributing either to a SA Harvest distribution center or directly sometimes to the beneficiary organization um, and then to the, the ultimate beneficiaries. So what we're doing, the two projects that, that we're kicking off with SA Harvest, one which is really focused on um, ensuring that the individual gets the right nutritional value um, from the, the food that's distributed to them. So using um, some open source facial recognition, beneficiary walks in um, and is able, to, is able to be recognized and is able to be tagged what uh, meal that that individual is actually getting at, at that point in time. And then we're, we're, we're helping SA Harvest do a whole lot of reporting and analytics for the beneficiary organizations. How many meals have been provided? What is the nutritional uh, value of those meals down to, to regions, to centers? Um, so to be able to make this matching up of beneficiaries and needs and to uh, what, the, um, what the benefactors can provide um, to give that, that, that highly calibrated information to, to run the organization, to run the charity in, in a far more efficient and, and impactful way. So, I mean, really, and, and you know, when, when I just sort of fast forward some of the discussions we've had about the, the big picture um, and the, the long-term dream, um, potentially even looking at providing this template for other organizations, Mm -hmm. And even open sourcing um, some of, of this, this technology to other organizations globally. What's interesting is I was just looking at that and thinking that, and also um, I would imagine get on that that Australia, uh, where which is the the originator of this concept, uh, would would find this useful as well. Definitely, it's 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 universal. Um, you know, there's uh, there's a very uh, big. Uh, food rescue organization in New York uh, called City Harvest. They do a similar thing. So it really is universal. And, and as we know, technology moves at pace. Um, and, and, you know, one has to, you know, always be looking at, at the, the latest technologies and, and, and trying to apply them. So I think this kind of thinking and also, you know, I, I think a, a fresh perspective that synthesis provides and, you know, in questioning not only the technology solutions, but but our core business model and how we how we thinking about food rescue is just incredibly valuable. So so much of it, you know, comes out of the the conversations, the workshops that our team that our uh, our mutual teams are having together, and really you know trying to solve the problem rather than you know just build technology. Absolutely astounding. How long do we think this uh, build or ro rollout will take? So from, from our perspective, this, this project um, will run till I think the end of April. Um, and then we'll um, work on, on the next phase of, of, uh, of development. Um, it, it is really endless. 
um, in terms of the, the requirements, in terms of um, what uh, the, the, the needs are. Um, so I don't think there's, there's sort of a, a tangible end in sight. The way that we run projects in an agile development way, as the needs evolve and as the um, technology evolves, um, we provide um, those, those set of services. But certainly these two discrete ones, um, we want to complete uh, by the end of April. We want to get them live and get the, the, the value uh, for SA Harvest as, as quickly as possible. And, and that's a methodology that we use. And really, um, the team that's, that's on the ground, the technology team um, for SA Harvest has, has the same approach um, for the existing systems um, that, that they're using. And uh, that's providing them benefits already. Mm. What will be interesting to do is to regroup at the end of April just to see the difference that the technology has made uh, to the number of people receiving meals, to the efficiencies around it. Get on uh, your, your thoughts, your final thoughts on this. Yeah, my, my, my final thoughts is that, um, you know, we've, we've had massive problems in this country. Um, some of us get, you know, quite miserable at times in terms of thinking about the magnitude of the problems and being frustrated that they aren't being solved. You know, the way to solve problems, um, certainly in, in our experience and, and in this context, is to think exponentially and to find problems that are solvable, but are solvable at an exponential level. And as, and as, as good as it feels to feed a few people, we need to create a system uh, that creates nourishment for tens of millions of people in this country. And the resources exist. So, you know, these are the kind of things that I think as a country, if we tackle these things one at a time, we will be living in the greatest country on earth. Um, and, uh, and we will have fewer people that are, that are struggling uh, on a day-to-day -day basis. So it's just a very uh, exciting and rewarding space to be. It's daunting at times, but having partners uh, and collaborating with people like Michael and his team you know, really make it uh, achievable and realistic and certainly give me, me great hope for the future of this country. Absolutely right. That is unfortunately where we do have to leave it. Michael Shapiro, uh, Managing Director at Synthesis, Gidon Novik, Chairman of uh, SA Harvest. Thanks for taking the time to speak to me. Well done for, for this incredible, incredible initiative. And we certainly will regroup at the end of April to check how it's going. I'm Howard Feldman. This is a Synthesis podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you can be alerted to the release of each of our podcasts. Have a great day. God bless.